same-sex physical attraction and counseling on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions to the problems that people face. We have several questions that have come in related to the topic of same-sex attraction. One of the questions that Christians are asking is, should I feel nervous about counseling someone of the same gender who has same-sex attraction? Let me say this at the very beginning. We have to admit that every single thing about the question you just asked is controversial. All right, There is a very narrow slice of the population that is not going to be offended by a couple different elements in that question. First of all, the question assumes that same-sex attraction is a problem that requires counseling. It is a minority position to argue that it's a problem that it requires counseling. Secondly, it's very, very controversial that counseling would even help such a thing. There's This is a very debated issue, and the popular view, certainly uh, on the part of LGBT persons, is that counseling doesn't help because it's an innate uh, characteristic. There's all sorts of evidence that that's not true, but that doesn't change that the popular opinion is that it is true. And then you've got the issue of the question could sound kind of prudish. Well, what's the problem with having these kinds of relationships or something like that? And so the the question as it's asked, is one of the most controversial things that we could talk about on the podcast. And yet, we do believe as biblical Christians, uh, agreeing with 2,000 years of church history, agreeing with faithful exegesis of the text of Scripture today, that the Bible does teach homosexuality to be a sin, and that homosexuality is one of the realities that is addressed in the work of Jesus Christ to pay for the sins of people and to purchase change for people. And so we do have to ask the question, and for people who agree with that worldview, there is some nervousness. I have talked with many church people who have received the opportunity to be in a counseling or a discipleship relationship with someone of the same sex who struggles with same-sex attraction, and they're saying, should I be in that relationship? And they ask the question not because they they don't want to help somebody or not because they are uh, nervous or not because they struggle themselves, but they ask for the very same reason that they would ask about counseling someone of the opposite sex. Uh, They want to stay above reproach. They don't want to be a stumbling block. And so they wonder, uh, should I do this? And my answer to those questions is always, yes, you should be involved in those kinds of relationships. One of the most important realities that a person who struggles with same-sex attraction needs is to be in relationship with same-sex persons where those relationships are not going to be sexually charged. And so one of the greatest ways that we can serve people who struggle with same-sex attraction and who want to change is by being in a relationship with them where we are going to be approaching it from a standpoint where that's not a temptation for us, that's not a struggle for us, and that is actually very helpful to them. So then what would you say would be the kinds of topics that should be addressed in that counseling? This is a huge issue. We can't deal with that on one podcast, but 
let me just say this. So many people, and I know this isn't what you think, but so many people treat homosexuality, if they address it as a problem at all, they address it like it's a special problem. People who struggle with the problem of homosexuality, there's something especially troubling about them, and they need a very special solution so they can reach a special goal. And I think as Christians, we just need to admit that in so many ways, there's nothing special about homosexuality at all. Homosexuality is one sin. There are many, many sins that human beings can struggle with, many sexual sins, many non-sexual sins. And Jesus Christ died to pay for the penalty of all those sins and to purchase purity for all of those sins. And the Bible uh, has revelation that is intended to help Christians lay hold of that grace to change in all of those difficulties. And so homosexuality is not some special category of sin that requires some special solution that's not true of other sins. So we use the graces that are in the word of God to address homosexuality that we would use to address any sin. We want to deal with repentance. We want to deal with drawing near to Jesus. We want to deal with trusting Christ that his commands are good and loving. We want to deal with being selfless and sacrificial in your relationships. We want to deal with uprooting lust in the heart, and we want to deal with pursuing purity in all of your relationships. So there's going to be all kinds of things that you would talk about. I talk about some of them in a book that I wrote with Denny Burke called Transforming Homosexuality. But the thing I would, I'd want to emphasize here is we pay attention to the change process that is revealed in Scripture. The change process that works for every sin in the Scriptures is the same change process that's going to work for homosexuality. So what if, in the context of that relationship, that person expresses attraction for you? What should you do then? Well, first of all, we need to be honest, and I would want people to hear me say this very carefully, that that can happen. Uh, I mean, attraction develops for same-sex attracted persons the same way attraction develops for opposite-sex attracted persons, for heterosexual people. And so it won't surprise us that in a relationship, like a counseling relationship, a discipleship relationship, where you're talking very openly, you're talking very honestly, there is a lot of... um, very intimate details of your life that are being exposed and you are engaging in a helpful conversation, you're trying to be sensitive and caring and all the things that a good counselor, a good discipler needs to be, it doesn't surprise us that attraction would develop in that relationship for somebody who is same-sex attracted. And when that happens, as it sometimes will, a, a person who is on the receiving end of that attraction should not feel threatened in any way. Uh, in fact, I think that they should just see this as another opportunity to serve this person and to love this person that God has placed in their path. And I think that you could make a couple things clear. Number one, that you are glad that they told you this, that uh, relationships are founded upon candor and you appreciate their honesty in that regard. I think that you should recommit to them your intentionality to honor Christ in your relationship and to pursue a relationship with them that is completely pure. 
You're not threatened by that. You're not tempted to quit being their friend. You love them as much now as you did before, but you want to love them with all purity, like a brother or like a sister in Christ. And then I think you need to help them deal with that. Like, hey, uh, you being attracted to me uh, is just one issue in our relationship that we need to deal with. There'll be others. Every relationship has things come up in it that we need to deal with. And so what we need to do is work on, you know, the Bible says in uh, Romans chapter 12 that we're transformed by the renewal of of our minds. And so then I think we just do the work of Christian discipleship of how do we take that thought captive? How do we renew that thought? And how, when you begin to experience lust in your heart for me, how can we take that thought captive, uproot the lust, and begin to change in a way where your thoughts are connected to purity and not impurity? You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. We are talking about an issue on the podcast this week that is explosive and sensitive. It's just very controversial, and there's more that we can cover on this topic than that we could ever get to in a very brief podcast. I wrote with Denny Burke a book that I referenced in the podcast called Transforming Homosexuality. And the book is all about the ethics of same-sex attraction, and it's about doing ministry with same-sex attracted persons. I'd recommend that book to you as a place where I unpack uh, some of the themes that we talked about in the podcast today in greater detail. And if you would like more information about our ministry at ACBC, then you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.